Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whelan at Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. All of our fees are based on a sliding scale, which is based on your income. So the less you make, the less you pay. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing what to do if you get stopped by a police officer in Massachusetts. Well, there are a few things to keep in mind. Obviously, being pulled over by the cops is always a stressful situation for you and for the police officer as well. So there are a few things you want to want to keep in mind. <clears throat> Most importantly, try to remain calm. As I say, I know it's stressful, but try to remain calm. It may just be a, a minor traffic violation or something, something along those lines. Remain calm. Uh, put your hands on the steering wheel. If it's at night, put the inside, the interior lights on um, and roll your window partially way down. You don't have to roll it all the way down. Um, when the officer comes over, if he or she asks for your license, uh, registration and proof of insurance, provide that to provide those documents to the officer. Uh, keep in mind that you don't have to say anything to the police officer. Let them uh, take your documents, run that through the system. As long as you're uh, legally uh, allowed to drive and the car is registered and insured, um, they'll probably, if it's, a, if it's a traffic violation, write you a ticket or give you a warning and send you on your way. But keep in mind that they're always looking for something while they're interacting with you. They're looking inside the vehicle. They're looking to see how you're reacting and so forth. So try to keep it uh, the interaction between you and the officer uh, to a minimum. Sometimes the question comes up, how, how long can an officer keep me at a traffic stop? The law is that the officer can only detain you at that traffic stop for as long as the inquiry takes for the, uh, to, to look into the reason for the stop. So, for instance, if uh, the officer pulls you over because there's a, your, your license plate light is not lit, uh, that's a very common reason for um, for people to get pulled over. They they take your license, registration, proof of insurance. They run it through the system. If everything comes back okay, they write you a ticket or give you a warning, and that should that should be it. They should send you on your way because there's nothing further. Now they are tr going to try to engage you in conversation to see if you're up to anything uh, you know that's uh, of a criminal nature, um, but uh, that's as long as the the stop should take. If it goes beyond that, if it lasts for some period of time, and ultimately you get charged with something uh, that arises out of the out of the stop and the investigation, that can sometimes be grounds for your defense attorney to file a motion to suppress anything that was found because the scope of the investigation exceeded the reason for the stop. That's what's called the rule of proportionality. So the officer's inquiry should be proportionate to the uh, reason for the stop. Now, I say if it's a motor vehicle violation, uh, that should be a very quick uh, interaction. If they have got, just gotten a, a be on the lookout for a, a vehicle matching your description that was involved in an armed robbery or something along those, those lines, that's going to allow them to ha have a much longer, much more in-depth uh, investigation rather than simply having a tail light out or something, something to that effect. So the rule of proportionality is in effect. Keep in mind that you have the right to remain silent. Everybody knows about that from movies and TV shows. You hear that when people get arrested. But it's not just when you're arrested. The right to remain silent uh, kicks in 
if there's any custodial interrogation, anytime there's a custodial interrogation. So that's two different things that have to come, uh, that have to be joined at, the, at that time. So you have to be in custody. Custody doesn't mean necessarily that you have to be in handcuffs on your way to the police department. Custody merely means that you are detained and you can't be on your way, that a reasonable person would believe that they are not free to leave that situation. So that's custody. And interrogation is any uh, attempt to the office by the officer of asking you questions or trying to elicit some sort of information. So your right to remain silent attaches at that time. So feel free and please don't, uh, you don't have to answer the officer's questions. They're going to be at looking to see if you've been drinking, if you're under the influence or anything else uh, that, that they might have a, uh, something in mind that you might be involved in. So you don't have to answer that questions. Uh, simply shake your head if you don't want to answer the questions or simply say, I don't answer questions. Keep it as short as possible. Provide them with, a, with the documentation, but keep it as short as possible because you don't want to incriminate yourself and you don't want to say anything that will lead the investigation into uh, being longer than it has to be otherwise. So uh, your right to remain silent, very important. You don't, you don't want to be doing anything. You don't want to be talking to the officer. They'll be asking you, where are you coming from? Where are you going to? Have you had anything to drink tonight? How much did you have to drink? They could be, and they're trying to engage you. They're trying to prolong that conversation uh, so they can get some information on you and ultimately to see if they can charge you with if they can arrest you on anything. So keep that in mind. It's very important. Um, some people ask, do you have to show your ID to the police? Uh, if you're a driver in Massachusetts, if, if you're operating a motor vehicle, you do have to have to show them uh, your license. Uh, you, you do have to show them your license. You also have to provide uh, proof of insurance and registration for the vehicle. But you as a driver must show your license if, if you have that with you. Um, and actually, if you don't have it with you, that, that's, that's a, a separate uh, violation in and of itself. However, if you're a passenger, typically the passengers do not have to show uh, identification during a routine motor vehicle stop. Um, can the officer ask you to get out of the car? So that's what's called an exit order. Um, an exit order is, is basically that. You, you're being commanded to exit your vehicle, to leave your vehicle. Uh, basically, uh, there are three uh, reasons why, uh, valid reasons why an officer can, can, offer, can um, order you out of the car. The first is for officer safety. Number two is if there's any, if he or she suspects you of any criminal activity. And number three is if there's going to be a search of your car for other reasons. So let's take a look at each one of those. Officer safety. What we see all the time in uh, police reports is we, there were furtive movements by the, by the people inside the car, the driver or the passengers. Furtive movements. That's a very common phrase that's used uh, almost all the time, really, in, in police reports. That means they, they're claiming that you are bending down, reaching under the seat, reaching over to a different seat. People are moving around. That will give the officers um, uh, a reason to suspect that there's something going on and to fear for their safety. Are you reaching for a gun or some other kind of weapon? Or perhaps are you hiding some sort of contraband? But uh, mo mostly from an officer safety point of view is they're concerned that um, that you're uh, that you're that you're reaching for a, a, a weapon uh, that will be used to harm them. Uh, the second thing is suspected criminal activity. So that also falls under the furtive movement um, uh, scenario, uh, furtive movements, are you hiding drugs or you're hiding a gun or you're hiding this or that or whatever. So they, it looks like it's suspicious activity that could give rise to them uh, validly uh, telling you to get out of the car with the exit order. And the, the, the last one is a search of the car. So let's say uh, the car is not registered 
uh, and the car is going to be towed. So, so the car cannot be on the road if it's not registered. So the call for a tow truck, and before they do that, uh, that they have to obviously get get you out of the car, um, and uh, and that's a, obviously that's a valid reason to get you out of the car. Um, sometimes people ask us, can can the police uh, search my car without a warrant? Well, the general rule is that a warrant is necessary to search your personal property. However, there are many, many exceptions to the warrant requirement. One of the big ones is a search of a motor vehicle. Because a motor vehicle is basically, uh, obviously, it's very uh, mobile. Um, you could leave the scene uh, with the vehicle. You could leave the scene if there's any evidence in the vehicle, and you take the, you know, take the evidence away and destroy it, throw it away, something like that. P uh, typically, officers have a great deal of discretion and a great deal of power to search your vehicle, uh, much more so than they would to search your home without a warrant. Mm -hmm. So those are sort of the basics of what to do and what to expect at a traffic stop uh, in Massachusetts. At Afford Law, we do practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts, and our fees are based on your income, so the less you make, the less you pay. We're trying to give voice in the courtroom to the hardworking men and women of Massachusetts. If you have any family law or criminal law questions, please feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org uh, and feel free to book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have about criminal or family law matters in Massachusetts. And remember, at Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.